Welcome back to yet another episode of Minds Collide Pod. We're here. It's uh, 8 o'clock on a Monday night. We're recording. We're hanging out. We're watching some Sixers basketball. And we're going to jump right into it. So we're going to start off with everybody's favorite segment. Cop of the week. Hey, let's go. And and (laughs) this week, I'm going to toss it to Kyle because Kyle's had a, a pretty good week. Yeah. So... Something so last weekend was Westchester's homecoming, and we kind of talked about that a little bit on the pod, the last pod. Well, everything happened on Saturday. Then Sunday, when I was very hungover, um, I got a call from my mom, and she said, "Hey, we're at Verizon. Your mom, your sister's phone basically took a shit, so we're gonna get her a new phone. Do you want a new phone?" And I was like. Uh, yes, because I, I had an iPhone 7 at the time, so I was going to go home that day anyway, so I went home a little bit earlier than usual so I could go with her to the Verizon store, and I picked up the XX Max, so Ooh. yeah, I remember saying, like, I don't know how I feel about the whole big phone thing, and then, like, I held it in my hand, and I'm like, you know, and the screen just looks so much better, and I ended up getting it. And I Wait, love you, it. Can you say that one part again? What? About the screen. It's so much better. Than the... Than the what? 7? What? Yeah. Uh, the 10R. Than the 7. Oh, I mean, <laughs> like... Steve is the it's 10R a little, biggest hater. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why do, you, why do you hate the 10R? Because the screen sucks. I couldn't tell, like, a huge... Then they say it's almost impossible with the human eye to tell the difference no, between the... No, you can the, tell. You can tell, like, a little bit. It's more in the colors than anything. Yeah. And especially coming from an iPhone 7, both of them looked amazing either way. But I decided to go with the XS Max, and it took me, like, about a day to get used to, like, the whole big phone thing. But I love it. And now every time I pick up someone else's phone, it feels so tiny. It's weird. So what else did you buy, man? (laughs) So I also got more of these Funko uh, pop things. So like I was saying before, they have a set that's for Stranger Things and special like Target What's edition. What's a Funko Pop? The, the little like collectible things. It's just like a figurine. Like a desk trinket type of things? Yeah, I actually, so we have a little bit of show and tell here. I actually brought one in because oh, you guys that. didn't get to see him the last time. So this is what they look like. Wait, hang on one second, Kyle. And for the, Steve, are you gonna take a picture for I'm, I'm the gonna, people? I'm at, gonna put it on our Instagram. Follow us at Minds Collide Pod. There you go. <laughs> we'll take a picture at the end because it's really dark right now. That's true. I like yeah. recording with the lights off. Yeah, I'm a little weird. So oh, my Siri just went off. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you don't know what it is, uh, check out the picture. You can also search Funko Pop. But um, here I'll pass it around. Basically, what it is is it's from the Stranger Things. This one I brought is the Demogorgon. If you don't know what that is, you have to watch the show. Um, but on the back, there's five um, pieces that you can get to the set. The pieces are Eleven, Mike, Dustin, Lucas, and the Demogorgon. So I have 
actually i just got all of those <laughs> so so what happened was i was going on ebay and i actually found out they're actually cheaper on you can find people some on ebay for like seven dollars instead of the regular nine dollar retail mm-hmm. and so i have the regular set but then i was doing more research and the way these things work is they have certain special editions that have like limited variations so there's a will Will's one of the characters, obviously, in Stranger Things. He's one of them who's not listed in the set. But then there's a special version of him where it's the same thing except he's blue. Mm-hmm. So he's like it's in like he's in the Upside Down. Interesting. And then there's also a version of the Demogorgon where this one, his mouth is open. The limited version is with his mouth closed. So basically, you're a big old nerd now, huh? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but, like, it's fun. Like, I don't know. Like... It's one of those things, I think, when we were talking earlier and you said people at work had them, yeah. I think what I'm going to start doing, I'm going to keep them in the boxes now, because at first... I feel like the boxes are almost, like, the coolest part about it. Like, when you take it out of yeah. the box, it's still cool, but, like, when it's in the box, it looks cooler. Yeah. Well, I have taken, like, the other ones out of the box, and they are really cool, because, like, you don't get the whole effect of, like, seeing every single side of it. Mm-hmm. You can see parts of it, but actually holding it in hand is pretty cool. I like um, how they have, like, the numbers on the packages. Yeah. Like, I, when I see them in store, I'm always like, I don't know what the number means, but yeah, you must be able to, like, collect <laughs> them all. Yeah, some, it's basically something like that. And um, I don't know. I found it really cool. And they also had the other one was Barb. So they had Barb, who was... Rest in peace, Barb. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> It's a way to go, Joe. <laughs> I mean, honestly, who hasn't seen it? Well, no, I mean, that I know some people in my work who haven't seen it, and they've really? asked me about it because I had these things at my desk. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. So, <laughs> so yeah, sorry to them. But um, she's a minor character. It's not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was like a special convention one that um, that I also picked up too. So I only need like. There's nine in the set. I only need three more. So how much money did you spend? So they're only well. This one was seven. Okay. The one, I, the two I got at Target were eight dollars. Then there were another two I got online for seven dollars each. So that's fourteen. So what? We're at like thirty-five, forty dollars right now. Okay, that's not bad. And then there's the, well, the last three are gonna be kind of expensive. But I need to find the right price for them because they're the, like the limited versions, like I said. Mm-hmm. So going like off of that, I wanted to ask you guys, like, have you guys ever collected anything? Like, okay, there's like a really weird buzzing that's bothering me. I thought it was Steve's microphone, but then I, when you moved your hand, it like I didn't hear the buzzing. Is it my phone? I did. I thought it was your phone for a second. I don't know what it is. I don't know. But when I turn Steve down, it goes away. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I I don't think I collect anything at the moment. I have some, like, cool socks. I mean, if I ever see a cool pair of socks, I'll pick them up. I mean, but back in the day, I used to collect a lot of different stuff. I mean, I think everyone had Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I had Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I had baseball cards. I had, like... um, Hot Wheels and stuff, and at one point when I was, like, super young, I collected chapstick. I literally had 70, like, (laughs) 70-some chapsticks at one time, and used, like, a different one every day. 
um, stuffed animals and stuff. But I think now one thing that I do want to start collecting once like I have a little more money and I have like a little bit more disposable income. I mean, besides obviously getting like shoes and clothes and stuff, something that um, I think is super cool. I'm like really big on um, like unique like canvases and stuff. Like I wanted to get more into like being able to buy like art. And not ah. just like, and, uh, not just like a poster, like getting to actually go into like someone in the like art stores in King of Prussia or like online and like getting like a sixty seventy dollar like custom canvas made or something like that, which I think is super cool. I have I have one in my room right now, or even if it's like wooden, like I have like a wooden Penn State thing in my room that I think's cool. Like to me, just that's something I want to get more into is just collecting like different kinds of art because I think it kind of puts a room together. Wow, what I a have, follow up from our last podcast. I did we talk about this last podcast? Like sort I have of, yeah. such a hard time like deciding what to put on the walls down in my basement here, like. It took me so long to pick out things that I actually like. And, like, luckily, I had, like, the sports stuff, which was, like, easy. But, like, picking out that shoe poster that I have, like, took me, like, a long time. And, like, Mm -hmm. still, like, finding art that I want to hang on the walls is, like, Because it's hard because it's something you know you want it to be there for a while, obviously. So, like, your taste taste might change throughout life. They do, I mean, obviously. But, like, you kind of want to get something that you can say, like... I'm going to like that like forever, which is hard to do. Yeah. It really is. And I feel like it says something about you. Like when people come down here and they see like what art I have on the walls, it's like, oh, that's what he likes. That's like, I don't know. It says something about who you are. Yeah, for sure. So. Speaking of, of art, I actually today, and it was kind of last night, I think the conversation originally started. I figured out what tattoo I would get if I were to ever get a tattoo. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> was I telling is you? Is it a yeah, money sign? Me. Is it me. just a money sign? <laughs> worse. No, it's not worse. <laughs> I actually I changed I changed a little bit of the meaning. So the the core of it it would be TTP, which for those of you that don't know, <laughs> trust the process. process. <laughs> but then I would do so like the Sixers stars. Mm-hmm. I would do a star for each important person in my life. So like when I, if I were to get the tattoo, the first thing I would get it would be TTP with three stars around it. Mm-hmm. And then when I get married, another star. And then when I have kids, another star for each kid I have cool I like that yeah that's cool and then I would I would try and maybe do it so it's like a color significance like I was thinking about like maybe adding the Sixers and the Eagles because I do love both of them so much and they do play both such an important part in my life like I would get a red star for the Sixers and I would get a green star for the Eagles and I would get a blue star for my mom or like whatever color right so making each something a little bit more meaningful behind it that way it's not just like a stupid trust the process tattoo yeah <laughs> it's like a life motto plus surrounding my life motto with those around me who i really care about right so that's cool did you think about like a spot where you think you would maybe want to get it i i was thinking my shoulder like my back shoulder the back blade. of your shoulder yeah okay kind of like where christian has his one like, yeah. i think you have one on like your back shoulder i have like actually on my shoulder itself yeah, i'm thinking like on the shoulder blade itself yeah, yeah, I, yeah I don't have one back there so yeah yeah, that was that was my tattoo idea. Ah, cool. uh, fucks with it. Thanks, man. Am I up for cop of the week? Yeah. You guys are gonna love this one. Bought some white t-shirts. Nice. Some undershirts for work. <laughs> Needed them. I've been rocking like just bare, no undershirt for work for like a long time now. I could never. The under like the armpits were getting all nasty. <laughs> I was like, oh, I some yeah. I know what you mean. 
So I copped like a seven pack off Amazon. Nice. What was it like? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Nice. Hanes, tagless. Nice. Love it. Did you get the V necks? No, I didn't get the V necks. Not the V necks. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's the U necks. The U necks. Steve turns in the deep V after like three days. <laughs> I have some that literally goes so far down that if I like just touched it a little bit, it could probably go to my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christian, what was your cop of the week? I didn't buy literally anything this week and i think solely because one i mean like i said yeah no i don't think i went to that movie but that was free but i'm didn't buy shout out this week. yeah <laughs> shout out marissa um but i didn't buy anything this last week because i know when i go home for thanksgiving it's always an expensive time with my friends and i already know that i'm getting a bottle of hennessy and red bull for oh my gosh. big oh my. wednesday so yeah, it'll be an expensive uh, weekend, but well worth it to hang out with the homies. So nothing this week, but for next weekend, just money on a lot of bad decisions. Mm-hmm. There you go. I don't know if I'm going to go out like Wednesday I, night. Yeah, like I, I don't. It. I had a lot of fun last year when I did that, and then it made the food better. Yeah, because you need Well, the thing is, I'm d- I always <laughs> do, it's a tradition, like me and my dad and my sister always do uh, 5K the next morning. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, like, that plays obviously a big part in it, <laughs> but maybe I'll still go out, have, like, a drink or two, but that usually never happens, so I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of running, I just went to the foot doctor. Ooh, Because I've been go? two months since my marathon or my half marathon and my foot is still like sore and he's like yeah you're probably fine <laughs> i was like what <laughs> $25 copay he's like yeah you got some muscle i get paid 200 grand inflammation. yeah you're all right he's like yeah you can go get an x-ray if you want I'm like no what part of your foot it's like the arch of my foot it's been sore so for like, like two on months. like the inside yeah. on the bottom yeah are and you? like since i ran like it's been it gets like swollen sometimes and just like hurts all the time are your feet more good. flat than they are curved yeah that might be i have a lot of flat so he's like yeah you get some inserts or something yeah. i feel like an old man that sucks <laughs> <laughs> can't even walk oh man <laughs> what shoes do you use to run do you still use the orange ones no no the those ones yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you bought the asics i need to get a new that. pair though i think that's part of it too is those were like a year old and i ran on them like twice a week for like a year did you ever try running your ultra boost yeah i run them like pre-soccer game now oh, really? i always wear them to my soccer games and i wear them to run so squishy yeah do you still like your asics more than them to yeah. run because yeah. the asics have like real support yeah i know what you mean the ultra boost are just kind of squishy yeah anyway what do we got up for the topics man i didn't do my cop of the week yet <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah steve Go what you got man i bought sweatpants Oh, you got more of your Kohl's. I did. I I, I went to Kohl's like three weekends ago, and I bought this pair of sweatpants because it was like really on sales, 12 bucks. I was like, yeah, they're nice. I'll try them. I don't think I took them off. (laughs) I think literally every day I would get home from work and I would put them right on because I was just like, these are the best sweatpants I've ever had in my entire life. Best $12 ever. Yeah, so I went back this weekend and I bought two more pairs. (laughs) Because I was like, you know what? I should probably not wear the same sweatpants every day for 10 days straight. Nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not the best idea. What are we, what are we, what are we I think we just go in order. Why not? Unless yeah, we're just time. trying to bounce around, but I don't care what we do. So, let's see. I already asked you guys if like you guys really like, collected anything. Well, Thomas Drew, the tank, en- do- tank Engine Toys. Thomas the Tank Engine Toys when I was growing up. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nice. I still have them all, too. Drew, did you like ever collect anything? Crazy Bones and Pokemon cards Dude. when I was young? 
That oh, just crazy, bones. crazy bones. Oh, I had those. I love them. I had so many of those. Yeah, Which and Pokemon cards. Bones? I have no there's, idea. Yeah, I don't oh my god. Okay, so there's these little. They're basically like it's kind of like a knockoff, kind of like marbles. Yeah. But they were like creatures, and you put them on the ground, and you flick them, and like you would set up. Isn't it like so the other like Bay persons? Blades? No, no, like Beyblades is way more. It was more like marbles than Beyblades. Marbles. Yo, did you guys ever like put your hand in a Beyblade? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Did you ever get your finger caught on the string that oh, you pull? Yeah. Oof. Dude, brush burn. It's <laughs> but yeah, they were basically like little marbles, but they were like little creatures. I remember I had like a little case for them that was like a coffin. Yeah, they were dope. <laughs> These were so cool. I did Yu Gi Oh cards too. Like, I did all the nerdy stuff. Most killer deck of Yu Gi Oh cards? Yeah. What'd you have? Magician. The Dark that Magician. Was my guy. Blue Eyes White Dragon. What just happened? I saw both that was face ridiculous. What I just witnessed. I don't know if it was goaltending, but that was he just disgusting. What I just watched. <laughs> yeah, it's goaltending. Yeah, um, all right. Anyway, transitioning. What do we got? It's all a, right. Well, I guess we're not talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, <laughs> if you yeah, want to. Blue eyes, white dragon. Yes. Red eyes, black dragon. Yeah, like, I, I, I had this one deck. It was like a specialty deck. It was an all dragons deck, and there was this one card where if I drew it at the right time, it was like. You win automatically. No, literally, it was like for every dragon you have in your graveyard, oh, yeah. it gets an extra seven hundred attack points. Yeah, so it's basically like unstoppable. Right. So it was basically like, well, you have this two thousand attack point person out, and I have this eight thousand attack point person out. So destroyed. I win. Yeah, Christian, you seem like the kind of guy that would have just like shit on people who played Yu Gi Oh when they were young. No, I played it, but I didn't play it for long because. I just cheated the whole time. I was going to say, Christian's that guy who just made up rules. No, like, no I, I rigged oh, my Oh, you deck. guys didn't see the new rules? Like, yeah, I win. No, I rigged my deck real bad like, <laughs> every time we played. Like, I, would, I would come with it, like, pre-shuffled, and then, like, I would just, like, fake shuffle, like, the bottom part. And, but it would be, I would have that shit set. It was, like, the best cards possible for the first, like, 30 and I would just sweep his shit. I'm like, all right, I win. Yeah. I had one of those. What, what do they call those things? The no. Yeah, the, I had one. The, arm the wrist thing. thing. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, <God>. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you activated my trap card. <laughs> See, yeah, whips you would, like, it out. Pull it out of the like bottle. <laughs> <laughs> the deck felt real, pif- real perfectly in there. Yeah. Oh man, that was like seven. Nah, true. Good times though. Yeah. For real. All right. So Christian has proposed a question here. This is the first thing. It's our first like topic, I guess you could say. Talking. Point. What are we talking? Yeah, about? talking point. If there if there are no rules or laws, if, so it's basically oh like God. the purge. What's the first thing you're doing tomorrow? I want to. I don't look at it. I mean, you can. I, I'm not looking at it directly like the purge. I want to assume what would that you do Christian. I want to assume that humanity <laughs> isn't that crazy and people aren't going to do some shit like that. I'm sure there'd be some people. Some people would, but it wouldn't be to that extent. I don't, no. I don't think. Um. First thing I'm doing, I'm just going straight to Key West, going to my uncle's boat and just sitting out in the middle of the ocean with him and just waiting for that shit to blow over. Why does there need Man, to what's be no stopping walls, you? Right? You can go right now. That's what I'm saying. I'm going on a boat in the ocean where it's safe because there are going to be people <laughs> going around trying to kill people. <laughs> and I'm going to protect myself. Boo. I'll just go fishing. So there's people out there trying to kill Get Christian. Hammered. You think people are out there going to try to kill you? And on a boat? It's going to be a lot harder to... No, no, no. Just in general. Like, why are you running away from someone? Uh, I don't know. I feel like there was someone out there trying to kill me. No <laughs> names, but somebody. Possibly. Oh I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we but all if you want me to go from this people. from a savage perspective, then I'm, I'm robbing banks. I'm taking mad cars. I'm taking a Ferrari for a joyride. I'm probably going to steal, like, 20 corgis from the SPCA. 
Oh, man. There's corgis at the SPCA? I don't know. No, never. Never. If there was, man, that shit would be gone within like... Scooped. Yeah. Somebody would walk in and be like, all right, mine. <laughs> I would put like 10 mil. I would put 10 mil in the penny stocks and just hope that I can make like $400 million in like two days. <laughs> like I did on the app that we had. I don't know. I, I didn't put like a whole ton of thought into it. I feel like if that really happened, I wouldn't know what to do with myself, <laughs> but at least those two things. I feel, I, like, something yeah, I feel have like I'm to, overthinking it. I'm like, well, I'd go to Elon Musk's house first, and then I'd murder Elon Musk and steal all his <laughs> Teslas. <laughs> something like that. It's probably know. hard to get into his house and kill him, but yeah. yeah. He probably, like, like, I probably wouldn't yeah. do anything too crazy. Like I don't, I don't even know if I'd do anything different. See if we different. go on YouTube and take a nap or something. <laughs> <laughs> probably just lock myself in. Like, is there day. anything right. different Like, you guys are wishing you could... Like no, I'd probably just go to work. I'm pretty content with my life, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. The way it is, right? Actually, like, you know, I feel you know, like I wouldn't have I would to do? break a law. You know what I would more. probably do, to be honest, just because this is one thing that I love doing. I would go and drive really fast. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, I you can do that right now. I could, but like, if I get pulled over, then I do everything on my own. I mean, like, yeah. I'm see, like, Christian does it every day. Fast, fast, like. Okay, I mean, 110 is fast to me. But I know you're saying maybe like 180. That'd be cool. Yeah. Mm. I feel like most of the laws we have are like to keep us safe, like that. Oh, yeah, people for sure. do, like probably. I don't know if there's any laws that I'd want to break. Like, I, I feel like there wouldn't. I wouldn't need bit. to break a law to like live a better life. Isn't that, that sad though? Aren't we pathetic? Like, yeah, I'd probably just go to work, or <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty happy. I might drive a little bit fat, like we're lame. We are lame. I guess. What's next? <laughs> One day from the last year you would like to relive. Ooh. From the last year. That's a tough one. Do you want me to go first because I have mine? Yeah. yeah go ahead. I'm. You say. I mean, I thought of it before. Oh, okay. Um, I'm picking uh, St. Patty's Day this year when I was in Pittsburgh. Just because. Oh, so you're saying the last twelve months? I was thinking 2017. Oh, I was thinking 2017. Yeah. Because you said the last year. Yeah, no, it could be. I'm not just, mine just happens to be in 2018. You can do the last 12 months. That's fine. I'm just, mine literally oh. is from March. Last 12 months. Oh, the Eagles Parade. Yeah, I was in yeah. that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, Eagles Parade for sure. Eagles Parade. The Super Bowl night. Night of the Super Bowl. That was so good. Was that? Did you go to your rich co-worker's house that night? No, I just sat here and cried like a baby. <laughs> I'm saying you didn't come down. Yeah, me too. I mean, we really had to good work time. the next day, but yeah, I balled. I don't know what I was doing. I was <laughs> you, who has that video? Kelsey does. Yeah. yeah. That's a gym. It's really bad. That's like last night I was upset the Eagles lost. And I was like, we won the Super Bowl, though. Like, like how it mitigates you. Listen, listen, listen. The Eagles are dead to me. <laughs> they are dead to me. Not only, not only did they lose last night, but they lost and I put money on them because I was so confident. That they were going to win. Ah, sports bet money, betting. Sports betting. Shout out to her. Uh, Steve, you said you'd never back. do it. <laughs> My suicide pool. No. Oh, okay. That's different than... I still put money on them. Oh, well, yeah, True. I guess, but... I was like, you know what? I'm taking the Eagles this week. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. We got Golden Tate. Carson Wentz has been on fire. Our defense sucks. Secondary. Our D-line no, got no, a no, lot no, of... No, 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 no. Our defense I can't sucks. agree with that, man. I don't... When it's third and fifteen, I don't care where, who, what, what player you are on the defense. You should not be giving up a third and fifteen. This go, this is the same trend we're seeing all season, where it's third and long, fourth and long. I mean, yeah, but that's the secondary. That's not the D line. I'm saying the D line is playing very good. 
I think the D line is the best D line in the league. Have you seen the Rams? Yeah, I think we could. We have just as many. I, I'm telling you, we were every single play. We were half a step away from sacking Dak. I feel like we played down to the Cowboys. Like we didn't play how we normally play. We've been playing down all year. We've been playing to beat our opponent. We're not playing to win. Yeah, I think that was. And I didn't. We didn't use Golden Tate at all. Like we just got this crazy weapon who's like, you know, get him in the open field and he can make a move on anyone. Mm-hmm. And like we didn't use him at all like that. I decided I'm not watching this week. I can't. I don't believe you for a second. I can't. We're playing the Saints. We're gonna get killed. He said, "I can't watch it." It's gonna be sixty-three to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, be alright. We'll be okay. He said he can't watch. So <laughs> I know we have other things on the the podcast, but I just want to touch on it real quick. <coughs> In other Philly sports news, mm-hmm. Robert Covington and Dario Saric got traded for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Wow. I cry every time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Drew, Drew's having buyer's remorse. Yeah. I mean, I've been through this already with, like, multiple people about how I feel about it. It's just tough because, like, you know, I really got into the Sixers, like, two years ago. And Dario and Covington have been... They were there. Yeah, they've been a key piece. Like, the first game that I went to since, like, the new era of Sixers, Covington hit a buzzer beater to win the game. I was at that game with you guys. Against the Timberwolves. Yeah, wait, that was the game we were at. Yeah. 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 Ooh, Embiid. And um, Dario's just always, like, he's like a Philly guy, like, you know, just yes. grinds. But I think Jimmy Butler does give us the best chance to win a championship, probably. And I do think we'll like him a lot as like a player. I think yeah. he's very scrappy and gritty, and Philadelphia fans will like that a lot. Yeah, and I think like this is obviously part of you know the process is like we were eventually we were like eventually gonna have to get rid of people. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. So like it is part of it. I mean it stinks, but yeah. like look who we got. Like we weren't gonna be able to pay Dario next yeah, year. Yeah, that's true. If we pay Ben, we're not going to pay. We're going to have to pay Ben. Yeah. Right? And the goal has always been to acquire another star player, so we were going to go in for somebody this year. And I think the really interesting thing is, is, and I don't know if you really looked that far into it yet, Drew, but the bird rights, we can sign. So we have Joel on a max. We can sign Ben on a max. Jimmy Butler can re-sign for the max, and we can still sign another max player. Yeah, I don't understand how that works, but that's kind of crazy. Because of bird rights is what it's called. So it's basically like where a player plays through their contract and you can re-sign them as an extension of that contract, essentially. Hmm. And it gives you more cap space wiggle room. That's interesting. It's very interesting. I learned that from 2K. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited for that. What's your opinion on a Christian? I mean, I obviously don't follow the Sixers as closely but I do have more basketball knowledge than football so I think just as like I get from like if anything the Sixers might lose a little bit of um, chemistry until he kind of you know understands how like they work how they play how they like how their team structure and everything but I already kind of pride the Sixers like Embiid's really good on defense Simmons good on defense even I mean, Fultz struggles at times, but he's, like, okay. Like, even J.J., like, he's – I can say J.J.'s a pretty good defender. McCon's a pretty good defender. But, like, bringing in arguably – I shouldn't even say arguably. He is a top three overall defender in the league. Like, yeah, by the numbers, yeah. like, him, Kawhi, like, I think he's going to add another piece of the puzzle. And I think that it's going to be nice to kind of hopefully have J.J. start. J.J.'s not going to ever really be double-covered when he, really when he's hot. I feel like that um, – He'll be, he'll be able to get JJ even more open shots, and I just think that, you know, he can. 
I'm not going to say he's going to put up. I mean, he can have big games, but I think it's going to just be nice to have somebody else that can consistently, even on the low, put up like 15, 10. Yeah. The thing I was reading today was about spacing. Like, Dario and Covington did help space the floor a lot. And with Butler, you do lose that a little bit. So the the one interesting thing that I was reading is about the Fultz, Redick, Butler, Simmons, and Bede lineup. So essentially, we have to go back, and I know Brett Brown has been very adamant on this point, that Ben Simmons is a point guard. But we really kind of have to look at it as Ben Simmons is more of a point forward. And we need to play him against fours because when we're running these lineups, right, Ben's never going to guard the one. He just can't. He's too big and, right. and, and too strong right. for that. So we're probably going to have to drop him down to play the fours. Jimmy Butler is going to defend the best wing. J.J. Redick will follow around the other wing. Yep. And Fultz will be kind of wherever he has to be. Positionless basketball. That's exactly what it is. It's positionless <laughs> basketball. And a very underrated part of this whole trade is the other guy we acquired, Justin Patton. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. He was, so he's a second-year rookie. Broke his foot both years, just kind of like Joel did. <laughs> so, so that makes me a little excited just because like I see, I see what Joel's done. But also, Ben's running the five on the floor right now. I like that. ADD, man. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I never heard this Patton guy before either. Yeah, he, so when he was... In college, he had the highest field goal percentage of any player in the entire country. Who do you play for? Uh, Marquette or hmm. I don't well, know. I mean, that's good news. What, oh, Creighton. It was Creighton. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he played alongside a Doug McDermott when he was there. Yeah. When they were really, really good, yeah. they were like making that charge towards whatever. So it's pretty cool. Like mid-range game. Uh, yeah, like mid mid-range and in. So nice. kind of like a, a traditional backup center with defensive prowess. He blocks, he steals, he does all that stuff. So he could basically probably be what we needed Nerlens Noel to be if he can stay healthy. Yeah. Things so, are looking up then. Things yeah. are looking Exciting. up. Feels I'm excited. Feels good. to see it. All right, let's move on to the next topic, which I texted Christian this today because I was very bored just sitting at work. <laughs> I love your bored text. It's always out of yeah. – it's usually either out of pocket or just totally random. I'm sitting there, I'm like – this is why I need to get like an hour out of my time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I just had an idea. Why don't we give all the boring, mundane jobs in the world to old people? Like, my grandparents spend most of their day just sitting around or sleeping. There's tons of old people that do that, and they're just bored, and we could give them something to do. But instead, we're pretty much making our youth and young people just waste their days sitting around doing mundane jobs. So I feel like old people would love to do that. It gives them something to do every day. And, like, you know, it allows young people to do more active things and things that we would enjoy more. And like. Christian's, Christian's response, <laughs> so his rebuttal was Short basically, he's thought about that, but, you know, 75% of the jobs nowadays consider, or they constitute or they need, um, you know, some kind of, like, computer work. So, yeah, and the old gone. people, like, really, really struggle with that. So it'd be really tough to teach them that. Yeah, like, what, what kind of jobs were, like, you thinking of when you first thought of this? I'm curious. Just like me sitting at my computer, like doing data entry. And it's like, any, oh, I mean, like okay. anyone can do this. Right. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. It's really hard for older people to grasp just simple technology. Like I said today, like I, a lot of the times when I have to send people certain things, I just don't understand how to like convert something to PDF or like, this is no joke. They literally don't know the difference between a Google search bar and the URL bar. And I yeah. have to like send them a video <laughs> of the difference. And it's crazy. And like, I mean, I, 
I get the disconnect, but I think there are some jobs, and, and you'd have to really go through each industry and kind of see, like, exactly what. Like, you can go through, like, the nursing industry, like, just healthcare, and you could think that, you know, old people, that I'm sure some do, like, you can do, like, the, the kitchen stuff, or, like, some kind of, like, janitorial work or something like that, and then, but in terms of, like, I feel like the most common out-of-school jobs that, like, I know a lot of, you know, people get into, I feel like... You know, any kind of, like, receptionist type of thing they could do as long as there's not any kind of crazy, which usually there isn't any kind of computer stuff going along with it. There might be, but most of the time it's just answering the phone, taking notes, or, um, like, an administrative assistant where it's really just, like, ordering supplies and kind of just being a, um, like, or an executive assistant. Like, I feel like that's also a job that you could do when you're a little bit older. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, old people are just sitting around, like, bored. Like when you talk to old people, but I mean they're like, like retired. They're like retired. Yeah, if they so want like to, we're not saying force them to. We're saying yeah, like if they like want to. See, I think part of the problem is that they're not willing to adapt. They're mm. not right. right. Like I, I just think overall, when you look at baby boomers, they look at us as millennials as the villain. Like <laughs> we, we are the worst thing to have ever happened to the world. <laughs> we're lazy. We don't care. Right. Yeah. So so they're like, I'm not going to go back and work like that because that's not how I am. Yeah, Markel Fultz is bad. Yeah, Markel Fultz. Oh, I is told bad, you bad. his shot is for real ugly. Did but you see what he just did? He like <laughs> didn't let go of the ball. <laughs> he just did the Charles Barkley golf swing <laughs> of a free throw. His controller <laughs> died midway through his <laughs> shot. Can't wait to see that um, on our NBA tomorrow. Uh, check ten minutes from now. <laughs> Markel Fultz. But if we think about it again, what, like what are the most common? Like if you go on like Indeed or something, what are the most common entry level jobs you see? And like a lot of them are for me like it's administrative assistant or like some kind of just like sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I feel like older people, as long as it's not really that much of a computer, much with sales there is. Like I feel like older people could even do like inside sales stuff where it's just kind of just like. Man, you'd chatting. be so surprised though. But like, I, I have to say, not all of them, but like some. No, I I think. Like ha- having an inside sales division in the company that I work for, right? Like I look at the different people who we've had come in and out and the people who struggle the most to do the job of inside sales are the people who can't adapt to the, the technology. They don't understand the auto dialers. They don't understand the, the voice over internet phone systems. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the CRM. It takes them longer to click through things because they just don't know how to navigate even though they're doing it all day, every day. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. It's like we... As millennials growing up, like we're just so fast at it because it's all it's all that we know. We yeah. grew up with it, we learned with it, and we can navigate a computer much faster than anybody else can. I think the bigger threat and, and kind of more going along the lines of what you guys are saying is that we're gonna end up shipping more jobs to virtual assistants. I know right now we Which have you did. Right. I have <laughs> half of my job, honestly, I sent to a VA. Like all of the the day-to-day mundane tasks that take you know 10 minutes to do but every day and it would take me four hours a day to do it we send it to a va we pay five dollars an hour that's insane that's That's wild what do you mean a va like someone so so i have a guy who literally sits in the philippines and he plugs numbers into spreadsheets for me he follows up with clients for me he follows up with um he, he creates like different calling lists and stuff like he literally just sits at his computer and he does all the little mundane things that i could do but he goes and does it because his labor of five dollars is better used there 
and and my time is better used making decisions or analyzing the data rather than collecting it. Mm -hmm. So I get what you're saying Mm -hmm. with the whole idea and the whole thought, but it's going a different direction than that. We're just shipping it overseas instead of giving it to old people. (laughs) And like when you look at it, like it's really incredible because the the guy who works for me, he he really is very well off where he is compared to most because he has this job. Mm -hmm. And like we look at it as, yeah, it's whatever. But to them, like it's an incredible opportunity. So really we're making better for them and it's making our lives a little bit easier. So – what what we are talking about actively right now is because we're trying to figure out how to combat a lot of the technology pushes that are going on mm-hmm. is we need to remove ourselves from more of the mundane tasks and the mundane day-to-day things and ship those to different people or automate those systems. So we as professionals, as people who have college degrees, as people who are knowledgeable, we can make decisions and actions just give everybody else jobs. Mm-hmm. That's where we're headed. Right? So that's why when I – I'll just stop my thought there. So what See, do you guys that, think? That's, like, interesting, though, because going back to, like, your virtual assistant, like, the one that you have, like, your company's paying two salaries for one job. Yes and no. Like, I, no, no, no. I get what you're saying because, obviously, the time that he takes out of your life, like, you're using to do something else. But, like – do you get know what I'm saying? Like, it, at the end of the day, like, it kind of is, like, more costly. So how beneficial can you get? Because you have to find that sweet spot of, like, you have to be, like, busting your ass for the company. That's what happens to a lot of people, too, now is, like, they'll pay you to do your job and then train, like, a VA. Yeah. And then they'll just cut your job and be like, oh, yeah, you taught them how to do it. So now we can just pay them. Right. And then when something and then, goes like, wrong. But – and – what happens if, like, for some reason, like, you were to get, like, super lazy and, like, now your company is paying a lot more money for two people doing the same job. So now you guys are But making... we're not doing the same job. No, no, no. That, that's I the mean, thing, like, right? His, his job is to take away the... Clerical work of yours. The clerical work of my job. Right. So he's doing part of your job. <clears throat> Correct. But it's just yeah. like anything else, right? Like, when, yeah. when you... And this kind of segues nicely into our next topic. When you yeah. start your own company, right... The first thing that you do is you hire an assistant to get rid of the clerical work that you do so you can begin to focus on the things that matter, right? I get it. If you're a salesperson, you don't want to continue to do the paperwork all the time. You don't want to continue to do the follow-up, right? You want to go out, you want to make a sale, and you want to give it to somebody else to go do the paperwork. Yeah. Right? So I don't know if it was you, Kyle, or or whoever put this in the, the podcast sheet, but who did? Was it you? The next topic? Yeah. Yeah, I did. You want to talk about how you found that and what you're talking so, about? So, yeah, it was actually when we were watching – did we watch the Sixers game last night? Two nights ago. Two night, I wasn't there with you guys, but – No, no, it was during the Eagles game. I oh. saw – this was in a commercial. Oh, really? So it was for insurance and for um, life insurance, medical insurance, everything. The stat that they use – and I actually looked this up. Forbes – this is backed up by Forbes, but it's also – this the i forget the insurance company who put it in their um in their commercial but they're saying 50 percent of americans will be self-employed within the next 10 years that's a crazy stat that's in like when i saw that well that that stat was put out that the article was made june 27 2017 i think forbes so i mean like nine years i'm curious i'm curious about 
What? I didn't read like that deep into it, Drew. Is that what yeah. you're looking up right now? Mm-hmm. Are we talking full self-employment? So only thing yes. you do, or you just have some sort of no, like you're they're the, the phrase that they use is self-employed slash freelancers. Okay, I think we're gonna have to be. I think more specialist jobs are, like I said, being outsourced, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the jobs that we typically have had are are not that, right? Like any single one of our jobs right now could realistically be shipped overseas to somebody most of it yes right drew's definitely can <laughs> yeah mine could yeah i'd say like seven yeah 75 percent. yeah yeah you're right overall yeah it could definitely right that's what i mean so there's going to be a smaller job market and you also have to remember technology is exponentially increasing mm-hmm. we're going to all have to figure out our niche which is why we're creating a podcast so we can entertain people Mm-hmm. Do you think that would like hinder though, like how much a person is learning? Because if you specialize in one yes. thing so much, like so, that's what I'm like nervous about. My is, prediction like, is is that when when we have kids and our kids are getting ready to go through the school system, we are not anymore going to have math, science, reading, writing. It's right? going to be so specific. It's going to be okay. What do you want your career path to be? Do you want to become a writer? And they're going to have to make that decision young. Yeah. Dude, making that decision is, like, the most stressful thing, second to, like, finding an actual job. But, like, that decision that you have to make in high school, like, what do you want to major in? And that's why so many people put it off and just go in undeclared, because it's like, how am I supposed to decide what I want to do for the rest of my life? I'm, like, 17 right now. (laughs) Right. It's not a horrible thing to go in undeclared. I mean, if you know, there are some people that find out what they're good at early on. Like, my cousin had been writing since he's eight, and he loves it, and he's like, I want to go over English and writing. But there are a lot of people that I know personally that went in undeclared, either met a certain professor, took a certain class, or just read something specific, and they were like, this kind of hits home. I like this a lot. I'm more, more curious about it. And they, it kind of piques their interest, and they go from there. So I don't – it is it, – it, it's a weird feeling because I feel like us as humans, it's our job to kind of have smarts and like intellect in a lot of different fields if you really want to be yeah. – like I'm trying to read up as much as I can on different stuff, like whether it's news, current events, or just like books and stuff. Let me ask stuff. you though, because this, this, yes, I, I do think more recently, but you look historically, there's two roles: hunters and gatherers, right? They they specify in a thing, and they do that thing really, really well. Yeah, I think that works, and like, I'm all about the school system being like I, we talk, I think I don't know if we talked about this in the first podcast. It really might have been. I'm not sure if we even brought about this, but. I said, why can't people, because maybe not everyone knows exactly what they want to do, but even in high school, early college, everybody has, everybody, every single person has something that they like in some way. And my thought was, not only would the job market be easier to find a job and people wouldn't have to search as much, like why, for some reason, can't I just come straight out of high school and go somewhere and just say, hey, I like exercise science, I like nutrition, I want to help train people, I like working out, I want to do stuff like this. Kyle likes everything with retail. He likes shoes. I want to help design shoes. I want to help the whole retail process and that, and then so forth. So you're saying picking, like, multiple things rather than singling out, like, a single degree? Is that what you mean? Yeah, and I wouldn't even necessarily even, like, call it a degree. I mean, some things still will have a degree, but overall, like, So are you saying rather than choosing a major, you're choosing an industry? Yeah. Okay. Like, why can't, like, seriously, like, why couldn't? Not even just myself, why couldn't I and everyone else that has the same interest in exercise science and nutrition, like, yes, if you obviously like them, you can go to school. But instead of going and taking your, your 
I don't want to say useless Genes, but all those Genes and everything. Why couldn't I, right out of school, just... I want, the this, main, is, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to train people. I need to just get specialized. I that. think the main argument behind that is like, well, if that doesn't work out, at least you have like, you know, your general education where you can go and do something else. So you have like a fallback plan. Or so like, like you're you, more diversified. Yeah, like you are like 17 too. Like... I was an idiot when I was seven. Like, I like and we I'm all sure made always like shoes and stuff. No, like that's the thing. Like, a lot of this stuff has changed. Like over time, like I feel like I've changed a lot since I've been in high school. And I, anytime I meet someone else who I've went to high school with, like they're always like, "Wow, like you changed a lot." Like, so I agree with what you're saying. That's an incredible like idea. But I think like the reason it's set up now like that is so there is like kind of like a fallback to catch. The yeah. people who you and know, I do, do feel make like the wrong decision. That is like such an idealistic view. Like I just want to do what I'm good at or like what I'm interested in. Like if I could just make YouTube videos and like be paid and like not have to worry about money ever and just like be able to make something creatively, mm-hmm. like that'd be amazing. But like, yeah. and my personal opinion on like the gen- general education and like becoming, I know how universities think we have to come become well rounded. It is a good idea, but I th- believe that. Not everybody, but most people, once you grow up, like, a lot of people self-educate on their own. Like, I learn more through books I read, on the internet, from just the people that I'm surrounded by. And I feel like, especially as millennials, like, most of us now take the time when we want to, when we do have the time to self-educate ourselves on certain things. Now, obviously, not everybody's going in on looking up news all over the world and like every country and finance stuff and this and that obviously they'll pick stuff that you know that they really care about but people overall are reading more people at least our age are trying to educate themselves on stuff i know everybody in this room reads a lot i'm sure i mean everyone has a current event apps and news apps and mm-hmm. stuff so i yeah. i don't know i guess it's for me i wish i could just pick like an industry i'd like to go into because there's a lot more like if i wanted to just go into strictly like just the nutrition or like exercise science industry there's a lot more than that than just like training people if i change my mind and okay maybe i like specifically anatomy more maybe i'll go do that but picking an industry and then kind of taking your own time to self-educate on everything else because obviously you don't want to be you know ill-equipped to do anything with finances or anything i just think that learning i I feel like people would learning just to learn like self-educating is so much better than learning in a classroom. Like when yeah. I actually want to learn something and like I start like reading about it, I absorb that knowledge so much better than when like someone is in the front of a class just like telling me facts and I'm writing it down. Like I don't learn anything from that. Have you guys seen like there's a whole bunch of different places that do it now, but I know Apple's doing it too where it's like Apple University or there's a there's a specific name for it. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but they're offering hundreds of free courses right like that you can sit on your phone and take. And there's a quote-unquote professor that's guiding you through it and like grading you and making sure that you're following and if you have questions you can ask but like it's free yeah that's pretty cool there's a lot of online certifications and courses and stuff that are free mm-hmm. i told you i literally did that salesforce thing for free like yeah, it literally cost me nothing yeah and if somebody were to teach that in school i would have not been able to stay awake and it's even then when i was doing it myself it wasn't exciting but what i knew that it would pay off and like i'm starting to get integrated with it through work and i had no problem sitting down for two weeks and just doing it because yeah. i wanted to do it it became an interest to me because i knew it would pay off and people find things and people naturally not everyone but most people naturally will 
develop more passions to want to learn about things when it's not pushed upon them. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I do think the education. That, that's a whole big topic that we can't even fully get into now. But I think the education system does need to be tweaked a little bit. And I, I think it really will be. Like within the next have to. 10 to 15 years, I think by the time our kids are really in it, it's going to have to change. Yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be gradual, though, because it, it's so big that it's going to be hard to change something like that, you know, instantly. Like, I think it's going to take years and years. Well, I think what will happen We'll start first, to see it. What will happen first is some big investor will put in a whole bunch of money to some private school and say, this is what you want. we want you to do. And then more schools will follow. Right. Yeah. And then eventually it'll be go, go to public schools and et cetera, et cetera, which then creates a whole other issue of what do we do with the current teachers, mm. right? <laughs> there was something really interesting on courts the other day about how the richest schools, like schools that really understand and like put a lot of money into understanding how teaching works, are getting away from technology and screens more. Like kids aren't allowed to have their phones. They don't really use computers that much. Like it's more about like, face-to-face interaction mm-hmm. because that's, that's more good. valuable than like you know just computer skills did you read that article i didn't know yeah it's pretty interesting like the schools that have money to invest into how to educate kids and like what's the best methods and stuff are leaning more towards person-to-person communication and less on technology yeah while like inner city schools are just getting like the technology that those schools have had for like you know the last 10-15 years mm-hmm. but now like they're realizing that that's not the best way to teach. Technology doesn't equal better education. <laughs> well, I think what's crazy is even if, like, you see videos on Twitter or whatever all the time about, uh, you know, things that are going on in the classroom, every single kid has their smartphone out. Like, I feel like it's not even a, a question that kids can have it anymore. When we were in high school, when we were coming up through middle school, like, I feel like I never had my cell phone out during class. Like, Sometimes I would text in class or whatever, but yeah, like I did though. I was it was yeah. so new, like it was such like a new thing that like they were so strict on it. Yeah. when we were growing up, so that was another like thing too. I'm very interested to see how the generation below us is going to adapt to society, because I feel like it's it was going to be so bland and like I, I don't even know how to describe it. And I know I we've talked about this before as, as a group, but I don't know that we've ever talked about it on the podcast. Like I feel like. We are right in the sweet spot of technology and the new way versus the old way. Mm-hmm. Like, I think all of us can say growing up, like, we played with Beyblades. We played with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm-hmm. Like, we played with tangible things. We we didn't have an iPad when we were four. Like, right. We went outside. We played Manhunt. Like, we, we didn't just sit around and, like, just make memes on our phone. Like And that's how we're going to raise our kids. We're going to be like, no, 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 no. Go outside. Throw yeah. that ball around. <laughs> so I think things will come around. Like this generation that's coming up, they're probably like super into their phones and stuff. And who knows how that's going to turn out for them. Like we can't predict. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll be geniuses. Or maybe they'll just be weird. I don't know. Lazy. lazy. I, was say, I, I would yeah. more lazy than... Man, I sound like a baby boomer now. Yeah, exactly. But that's, see, that's what happens. <laughs> that's right? what happens. Like yeah. it's weird. Like our parents probably literally went through this exact same thought process. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The cycle. The cycle <laughs> this is the cycle. We're falling into the cycle. All right, we got about ten Man. minutes left. Um, we'll wrap up your your art thing. We'll, we'll save my. Well, I was actually gonna go to. This is something we can kind of cover like quickly. So, I put in here something. We were gonna update you guys on the Travis Scott tickets. 
So what we're just keeping it short and sweet. What we're thinking about doing is actually selling our tickets, and we're gonna buy the floor seats, just because after seeing all the videos and stuff that came out from his previous shows, it looks lit. It if looks. Go, if y'all get the floor seats, I'll go. So and we should get and an if Airbnb. We get, yeah, if we get the floor seats, I told him the only way I'm getting floor seats is if we get an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. But okay, either way, just keeping that short and sweet. So yeah, expensive night. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be fun though. It'll be yeah, worth be it. Lit. I was like thinking like. I, when I was at work today, I typed in like some of the most like memorable concerts ever, craziest concerts ever, like craziest sets. Because did you see like he has roller coasters at his concert? Yeah, I saw something like and, that. And dude, oh, I'm getting so excited. Yeah, we're talking Every concerts. time I walk into our apartment, Kyle's literally just sitting there <laughs> watching videos. Dude, uh, I'm okay. Well, <laughs> if we're talking concerts, like. I got like 16 legs up on you guys. Like I've been to so many yeah. concerts. Yeah, but I feel like this one would be like a whole new experience. Bro. I saw I Paul McCartney. He all has right? oh, <laughs> Paul wow. McCartney, a Beatle. Wow. Living the Beatle I saw live. That's You are so cultured, Drew. I can't I can't <laughs> argue with that. Like that's super super special. But like as far as like a set goes, I think he has the most creative and insane set pieces and everything's put together everything draws from the album i think like he's executing this amazing i don't know if it's his idea his manager i don't know who it is but whoever is doing this stuff is amazing i'm not gonna watch any videos and i'm just gonna go that's also, a good idea also i'm then, gonna wear protective headgear when I yeah go. I'm, I'm buying, buying a mouthpiece, mouthpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a shit show i'm gonna be drunk <laughs> But going back to what I, what I said, like I typed in like craziest concerts ever, and Rolling Stone actually made um, a list of the top fifty concerts and things that they said, like what made them the best, and it was like this super long article, and it was recent. It was only from like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I have I have some of the things written down on my phone. That Chance the Rapper concert me and Christian went to in New York. Do you remember that? That was mad fun. That was a great show. That was a perfect little venue. That was a lot of fun. That was like his first time coming off of it. That was his first concert in a couple, in like a year or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. We saw him in that room too, like literally in the top room. He was just slugging Ciroc. He came down <laughs> fucked up. It was so much fun too. That was such a good concert. Yeah, it was a good time. That was one of my favorite concerts. Any Porter Robinson show... Like, when we talk about visuals and, like, having, like, a set piece, like, Porter Robinson, like, literally made, like, a movie. All of those, yeah. Yeah, all, like, the custom visuals and, like, his set was super cool. I enjoyed him. So, who do you guys think was, like, number one that Rolling Stone put? As the craziest set ever? Like, not, okay, so, the name of the article was, like, most memorable and most influential... I think is the name of the title of the list and article concerts and tours ever. I'd say probably Kanye's life of Pablo tour was number one. No, 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 no it's, it's like literally the past like, like 60 80s. years. No, it was like like the last, oh, probably uh, Queens. They were up there. I don't even think they were in the top 10. Really? Yeah. Wow. You got to think like Pearl Jam. Yeah. They were in the top 10 or like Queen is a good one or like, mm, Billy Joel or Pink like Floyd has to be up Pink there. Floyd was up there. The Led Beatles. The, I don't even think the Beatles were top ten. Did Elton John have one? I feel like Elton John had John. a huge tour. He did. Yeah. But okay, so number this was crazy. I didn't know this was a thing. 
So Jimi Hendrix. Oh God. Yeah. Went on tour. I I did not get this. So Flowerheads, it's Jimi Hendrix experience, right? How many shows do you think Bieber played on Purpose Tour? Sixty to eighty. Nope. Not even close. More than that. Double that. One hundred and twenty. One hundred and forty-one. Wow. No Most grossing tired. show ever. Most grossing mm-hmm. ticket sales, or uh, I actually I don't don't quote me on that, but um. Highest grossing, like, as far yeah. as money. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix went on a tour that was 200-plus shows. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That has to be exhausting. It was what he literally said, like, in, like, they were in one of the interviews he did, the Rolling Stone, um, they had it in the article. It was like, yeah, like, I don't know, like, what I was doing, but, like, I was just at a point in my life where, like, I didn't want to make any more music. I literally just wanted to play all of my music. It was such, like, a weird thing to read, mm-hmm. especially coming from an artist. Like, you constantly – I feel like you want to be creating and stuff. But, like, he played 200 yeah, – And think about this. Like, Bieber took, like – he took, like, a, two, a year and a half, two years off. Like, he still hasn't come out with music since Purpose. That's three years ago. So like he that's the reason he took this break. So he released the album and then he went on tour for a year and a half. Four years ago, but three yeah. years. It was three. It was twenty fifteen. It's exhausting to tour. Like you got to think about all the travel. Yeah, all the travel. Imagine how exhausting he is, like singing for two hours. Like, and like entertaining people. Yeah. Let alone just singing. And then the it wasn't. Yeah, and it wasn't and, just singing. Like, it but was also Jimi Hendrix stuff. was never sober. <laughs> no. It mentioned that, like, in the <laughs> article, but, like... Nobody was in those back in the That is a really interesting... It was... And, like, I read that. It was, like, 200 shows. So then that got on to me thinking, like, who has the biggest tour, like, recently mm-hmm. that I remember? And I, the first thing that came to my mind was Bieber. Because most... I mean, like, Drake's Scorpion show, like, to put this in perspective, is only, like, 30. Mm-hmm. This man did 200. Over 200. Yeah. Wild, and then I also I did want to say, um, number forty. So it was the top fifty. So number forty-eight, <laughs> they had this all the way down there. But uh, watch the throne, wow. that tour with Jay Z, and then number fifty was Beyonce's tour. <laughs> wow, wow. But it was like all the way down there because it had every single like this is across all genres. So like rock. You like, should send that article. I'd love to read that. You should it put was it on really our cool. Minds collide Twitter. Follow us <laughs> at Minds Collide Pod. <laughs> It was really cool. Obviously, I didn't read the whole thing because it's so many pages. But we got like two minutes left. Do we want to just go through what we've been listening to the last week? Anyone listening to anything new? I have actually. Instead, we'll change it up. How about something low key that we've been listening to? That it's new, but something that maybe no one else in this room is listening to, or just like a more low key artist. Because I have one, and I'm sure everyone has a. Go ahead, start it out. Okay, and. I remember, I forget, I think it was either a 2K commercial or it might have been on ESPN, but there's this, I want to say they're a mix of like R&B, rap, a little bit of soul, they're called They, it's just, oh yeah, they came yeah, out yeah. on EP, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard of them. F- fucking incredible, dude, like literally is amazing, and it just, I think it's six songs, it came out over the weekend, it's amazing, highly recommend. Dude, wait, you know, I'm going to find something, hold on, someone else go. I haven't been listening to very much music lately i've been really into podcasts any and, any podcasts you want to shout out uh rice turkey sanchez mm. they've been my my running podcast it's really been out helping me actually 
um, my workout podcast in general, actually. Nice. Yeah. It, it's kind of cool because I, I think I was telling you, Drew, like when I put on music and I'm running, like I think, oh, that song was like four minutes long, which means I'm four minutes closer to being done with my run. <laughs> I remember when we were on South, I was playing yeah. this for you guys, New Religion, mm-hmm. and you guys didn't like it. Yeah, well, times have changed. Yeah, I've been on them. <laughs> I've been listening to the 21 Pilots album. Like anytime Man, I you've able- said that the last like three episodes. <laughs> have I? I've been listening to it still a lot. It's really good. It's like it takes a few listens to get good, but now that I'm in it, I like it a lot. It's a grower, not a shower. um i've still been bumping um astro world well okay well i'll get into that but uh world on drugs i was very disappointed with that album dude i'm with you i love it i've been listening to it i don't think drew actually listened to it i I don't even know what it is it's uh, future (laughs) future and juice world's collab album so I don't like Juice World, but I do like Future. Give it a listen, see if you like it. But um, I've been listening to that, and um, a lot of people have made the Astro World set list for his tour. Uh, so I've just been listening to that. Get <laughs> ready. You said that. Get ready. Steve, you still think that, uh, what's that one album that came out with that old rapper is still the best album of the year? No, no, I never called it the best album of the year. But what we are doing? Wait, 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 yeah, time out. Did. Wait, wait, wait I didn't know. I, I said it was up there. I never said beer bongs and Bentleys is the best album of the year. Okay, no questions asked. You said Ti had the best album of the year. No, he said top yeah. three. I think. Yeah, I think I, I think I said top three. I don't think I ever said it was the best because I wouldn't put beer bongs and Bentleys below that. Never, like not even first listen. Beer bongs and Bentleys is like. Did he say that in the pod? Did yeah, you he mention did. We'll Ti's? Go back. Yeah, we'll go, go back. Someone fact check me. Drew's gonna find it and he's gonna cut it right after I say this right now, and we're gonna see who's right. Um. Yeah. So, upcoming episode that we're gonna do is gonna be the top ten albums of the Steve year. Steve loves top. 10. I love top. It's 10s. not even December, and he's like, "Yo, let's do the end of the year pod." Listen, Kyle started it. <laughs> Kyle started it before I did. This is kind of my fault that he's into this right now because I made like I was bored at work and I just started making oh, yeah. it. Wait, I, I gotta show you guys. No, 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 no. no I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show you guys my list, but I'm gonna show you guys the the length of the writing that I put into this. <laughs> Am I matching oh wow that's a lot of writing all uh, right yeah. guys until next time <laughs> <laughs> um one other thing i actually want to give you guys a challenge and christian you might not be able to do this because you may already have have done it but i don't think the two of you guys have done this if it's fitness related i probably have yeah it is fitness related so ah. yesterday i went and did the cycle bar I, oh it okay. sucked <laughs> i hated it Actually, just because it was hard but it was good no uh, it was actually a blast like yeah. the, the music was up and lively like it was a lot of fun the first class you go to at a cycle bar is free. Mm-hmm. So I want you guys to go and do a cycle bar class before our next episode. Man, no. And report back. <laughs> I should, man, no. I got to swim you gotta tomorrow. Give us some, like, you got to give us some time to do that. All right. So so within the next two weeks. That's fine. Uh, you can get Kelsey to go if you want. Oh, yeah. For sure. I feel like she already used her like free one. I don't know. Okay. Well, I've done she could just before. use another email. I've done Have you done before. cycle bar though? No. Like the place cycle bar. No. Go I don't there. Know if we have one around here. There's one in North Wales. All right. Maybe. I got to swim. There's one in Westchester. Right up 309. Yeah. I but swim. Yeah. That. That's a little far for Drew. Oh, yeah. Swimmy, swimmy, swimmy. That's what I got to do. We'll, we'll talk about my swimming next podcast, but we got to wrap it up here. Thank you for listening, everybody. Oh, check out our new logo. Oh, yeah. Kyle made a new logo. I made a new logo for us. Hopefully you like it. It's a, yeah. it's a little more fun. Yeah, it yeah. is a little more fun. Take a look at it while you're watching. 
Yeah, look at our faces. on the cover of this podcast. <laughs> For those of you who right might now. get a little confused, Kyle's in the bottom right, Drew's in the top left. Yeah, we our our bitmojis look a lot similar because we do look a lot like similar in real life. Like, nope. Not really. What? No. Nope. Hair. I yet. mean, you guys have like yeah, like we one, have the same hair. One bitmoji gotta go. We're gonna do a side by side comparison. I changed mine. I'm yeah. gonna put a Twitter poll out and see which person thinks which bitmoji has to go. <laughs> it's only gonna take one vote probably. It's probably gonna be Christian's mom. <laughs> <laughs> While we were sitting here, she commented on our last Instagram post with the hard eyes oh <laughs> i'm giving out christian's mom <laughs> yeah all right sure. guys peace out peace. later see ya Damn.